It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up? And welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. It is officially time to meet us on Mill for the very first time this basketball season because, ladies and gentlemen, Arizona State takes down Texas Southern, gets a little bit of revenge from last season. They end up winning 63 to 50. Again, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony We are going to get into everything as it relates to Arizona State's first victory of the season. My goodness, it is about time that Arizona State finally gets a win, especially after what was an ugly start to the season against Mississippi State. ASU coming out pretty hot defensively against Texas Southern in this one, forcing 16 first half turnovers. The defense is something that ASU fans have come accustomed to seeing from Bobby Hurley teams. We're going to get into the scoring. We're going to get into by the numbers, heat index, bottle service. We're going to get into it all. But first and foremost, guys, hit that like button. Do Bobby Hurley a solid. He's always begging and pleading for likes. And now that he's got the first win of this basketball season, you might as well do Bobby Hurley a solid. Do us a solid. Hit that like button. Look, at the end of the day, an 11-point victory over Texas Southern. It is not the greatest thing in the world, but a win is a win. Not to mention, last night, if you're a Sun Devil fan, ASU Hockey did the damn thing, and they took down number two, Denver. They're going to be back on the ice tonight for another great game against Denver. But while we're talking ASU basketball, let's talk about the offense, right? The offense is something that was of major concern in that first game against Mississippi State. It didn't really look like there was a whole lot of rhythm, a whole lot of cohesion against Mississippi State. Now, you can probably credit that to Mississippi State being uh, lengthy and rangy and athletic. When you get to this Texas Southern team defensively, they are definitely not in the same category. They're a much smaller team. So to see the offense struggle at times, specifically in the second half when Texas Southern ended up going on a little bit of a run, it was a little concerning. Right, but at the end of the day, ASU's offense was able to string together enough runs and get it done when it mattered most. I know it wasn't pretty, okay? I get it. I get that it wasn't pretty, but it is a long college basketball season. You have got a team uh, in this Arizona State Sun Devils roster that is mainly transfers, right? The only three guys returning this season are Alonzo Gaffney, Frankie Collins, and Jemiah Neal. So it is going to take some time. Right, It is certainly going to take some time, but in just a few short days, we've seen improvement from this ASU offense. Now, I'm telling you right now, I don't feel great about it, and there's a lot of people watching or listening and that 
watched that game or tried to watch that game on Pac-12 Network, we'll get into that in a little bit, uh, that are certainly still concerned, and rightfully so. But a win is a win. The offense got it done when it mattered most. One thing I do want to get into that certainly needs to change if this team is going to be anywhere near the NCAA tournament is those free throw numbers. The free throw shooting from Arizona State this afternoon was abysmal. 15 of 28 from the charity stripe. Guys, that is just simply not good enough. They said it on the broadcast. It's got to frustrate Bobby Hurley, right? Bobby Hurley was a great free throw shooter throughout his collegiate career. And now you've got a team for the second consecutive year that seems to struggle with gimme points. They are literally called free throws, guys. They are free points. To shoot 53% from the charity stripe, not great. Alonzo Gaffney, he missed both his free throws. Sean Phillips went three for six from the charity stripe. Jemai Neal, four of six. Frankie Collins, three of five. Kamari Land sunk both of his free throw opportunities. But you are leaving 13 points on the board. If you have 13 more points, ASU wins 52 to 76. That is a much better outcome, at least from a fan perspective, when you could sit here and say, you know what, we didn't just win by 11 points, we won by 24 points against a team in Texas Southern that, in reality, got the shit kicked out of them by New Mexico to start the season. So Arizona State, a long ways to go. Will in the chat, make the throws that are free. Jedi, absolutely. You have to do it. LTC, my God, side tripping with Carrie, waiting for Gaffney's breakout game, and then JJ, of course, go Devils and Zane Meeks. I need not say more. Zane Meeks is cold-blooded. If you don't know, now you know, dude. Zane Meeks, another game where he doesn't get a whole lot of playing time, but he finds ways to have an impact on the game. Again, two of three from behind the arc in just uh, nine minutes played. I believe he sunk two threes in that first game against Mississippi State. So he is the guy that, for some reason, shows up and gives ASU a big bucket when they need it. So we've talked about the offense, right? We've talked about the free throw shooting. I do want to get back into the defense a little bit before we get into the numbers of this game because defensively, that is something that hasn't wavered for Arizona State. We saw it last season. We saw it this season already in the first two matchups, and I think we're going to continue to see it. The nice thing, when you force 16 turnovers in the first half, you create so many more opportunities for an offense trying to find a little bit of rhythm. When you're trying to get scorers who are struggling to actually sink the basketball, they get more opportunities to find some sort of rhythm. That is going to be huge for Arizona State moving forward throughout the rest of non-conference play in hopes that they are able to eventually find some real life in the offense. Because today, again, it wasn't necessarily the best offensive outing but defensively, they did exactly what they needed to do. They had 11 steals as a team, which, again, is phenomenal for a team that, in reality, they're going to need a lot more of these extra opportunities if the offense is going to find itself before you end up getting to Pac-12 play where there are going to be some behemoths in USC, Arizona, UCLA, and some of those other teams. But... While we're talking about the defense, let's go ahead and get into By the Numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union. Guys, of course, the only number that really matters is that final score, 63-52 to 52 in favor of the Devils. Again, Bobby Hurley's first win of the season and his first win since that contract extension in the offseason. The way these two teams shot from the field tonight, not great, but ASU with the edge. They shot 36.8% from the field, Texas Southern. 
32.4. The three-point percentage for both these teams, again, not great, but ASU with the advantage. They shot 33.3% from behind the arc. Texas Southern just 17.2%. This is a big one right here. Free throws. Guys, ASU, they did a phenomenal job of not allowing Texas Southern to get those free points at the charity stripe. Just allowing three of seven from the free throw line. Again, ASU, not great. They did get to the line 28 times, but only made 15 of those shots. And then you look at the turnovers this afternoon. 14 for ASU, Texas Southern, 19. Again, 16 of those were in the first half. So the big number for me is that turnover number, mainly because ASU only able to force three turnovers in that second half. Clearly, there was a little bit, I don't want to say miscommunication, but they struggled a little bit more defensively in forcing extra opportunities, or I guess creating extra opportunities for their offense in the second half. It's something to keep an eye on. I'm not necessarily worried about it, but the ASU offense is going to need to have those extra opportunities in non-conference play. I know I've said it a couple times already, but I just need to hammer that home that the defense is really what's going to keep this team in games when it comes to non-conference play until the offense finds its legs. Because let's be real, there's no Devin Cambridge, there's no Des Cambridge, there's no DJ Horn, there's none of those guys yet that I feel confident enough in to just, that guy's 15 points a game, that guy's 20 points a game. I need a big three with two minutes to play with a guy not named Zane Meeks. I don't know who that guy is yet. I know where I'm leaning. I know I'm leaning toward Jemaya Neal. I know I'm leaning toward Kamari Lance, potentially Frankie Collins. But until somebody solidifies themselves, you're not going to be able to see it, right? Danny in the chat, how did Malachi Davis do? Malachi Davis did not play this afternoon. I believe he was out. Still also no update on Adam Miller's NCAA waiver. Hoping there's going to be some news about Adam Miller here in the next week or two. If his waiver gets cleared, my goodness, would that be a huge boost for an Arizona State team? Again, lacking some real offensive firepower, okay? Now, I know there's a lot of people on social media, on our diehard Discord, on the chat, talking about Pac-12 Network. What the hell is Pac-12 Network? It is straight garbage. Actually, you know what it is? It's that scene in Shark Tale where he's talking to the head boss and he's like, this is the the totem pole or this is the food chain, right? There's whales, there's sharks, and then the, the fish played by Will Smith is like, oh, I'm right here, right? I'm right here. He's like, no, 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 no. There's normal fish, small fish, and then Will Smith's character goes, oh, and then it's me. And he's like, no, no, no. Then there's X, Y, and Z, whale poo, and then there's you, Okay. So right after whale poo is right where Pac-12 Network goes. Because when I'm trying to watch this game, and for five minutes in the second half, all I see is the most intense commercial music ever for no good reason, and I can't watch the damn game. And I know everybody that wasn't at that game is just as ticked off at Pac-12 Network. Because Pac-12 Network is seriously garbage. It is the worst product of television that I have ever seen. It's the sorriest excuse for a product that they've ever allowed to be on any sort of airwave ever. It is straight trash, and I cannot wait for Pac-12 Network to cease to exist because I think at that point, it'll have been an evolution of television to not have such a garbage product 
out there for anybody else to consume. So that's what I got to say about Pac-12 Network because it's dog shit and I never want to have to watch it ever again. Okay, side tripping with Kerry. Barstool was below that. At least with Barstool, the commentary with Barstool was, was horrible. But at least they showed you the game. Pac-12 Network, seriously, was on a Pac-12 Network commercial for way too long while the game was actually going. You'd have to refresh the app if you wanted to actually watch the game. And at about the four-minute mark left in the game, you just couldn't find the game anymore on Pac-12 Network. So if you opted to refresh, you were pretty much shit out of luck. Couldn't find it. Pac-12 Network, if you are watching, whoever, George Klyovkov, this is why you don't have a conference anymore. Because your network is, like Will said, just like a bug's life, you're lower than dirt. You're an ant. That's what Pac-12 Network is. And I'm just going to leave it on that note. I want to get back to ASU basketball. Because look, they did get their first win of the season. We're going to get into some of the hot players from this afternoon's game here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Empire Today. With Empire Today, you guys get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Look, if you're remodeling your house or if you just moved into maybe a new apartment and you want to spice things up a little bit, go ahead, call Empire Today, get some new flooring. They cannot be beat when it comes to quality, service, and speed, okay? Look, Empire today, they're giving you and everybody else a really phenomenal deal. Not to mention, you guys can schedule a free in-home estimate today, and all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use that promo code PHNX. Restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Now, while we're talking a little bit about PHNX, the ASU show is just one of the many cogs here at PHNX that keep the whole thing rolling. We've got the PHNX Cardinals. We've got the Coyotes. We've got the Diamondbacks. we got the Suns. Pretty sure the Cardinals have an event over at Gila River tomorrow, so definitely go check it out. Guys, at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, no one does it better. They offer an authentic and immersive experience with unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you guys aren't going to find anywhere else in the desert. They really have set a high bar. Belly on up and let them show you what next level is all about. You guys can do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Go ahead and visit playanthila.com for more details. Now, moving on from the lovely Gila River Resorts and Casinos, it's time to see who's getting bottle service for this game, the very first bottle service of the basketball season because we didn't hand one out in ASU's loss to Mississippi State. So without further ado, the rightful person getting bottle service this afternoon is none other than Jemiah Neal. Jemiah Neal, dude, had a rough one against Mississippi State, but the confidence was back. A PRA of 18. If you don't know what PRA is, it's points, rebounds, assists. Jemiah Neal, stuff in the stat sheet, 10 points. He was efficient. When it came to shooting three of seven, he didn't connect from behind the arc, but that is okay. He did exactly what he needed to do, crashing the glass as well with seven boards, one assist, one block, one steal, all of it in 29 minutes. Jemiah Neal continuing to grow each and every game. I think he still has a mile and a half to grow as a basketball player this season. I don't even think you guys are going to be able to recognize him when conference play hits because you get a game like you did Today, against Texas Southern, the confidence is only going to go up. And I think that was what was missing from Jemiah Neal's game against Mississippi State 
was that confidence to, to just have the green light to just be like, shoot it, shoot it. I know you missed it. Shoot it. You are that guy. You are that guy. This afternoon, he had that. And I think the, the most telling part of it was there was a point in the game, the first half, where he had that windmill dunk after a steal. And he's going up the court. He had Alonzo Gaffney right under the rim. He could have passed it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people giving him heat for that, saying, oh, you're a ball hog. Or, oh, the smart play was to pass it. I like the idea of keeping it yourself, bringing it home with the windmill dunk and letting everybody at DFA know that, hey, this is my team. I'm here. I'm that guy. Jemaya Neal getting bottle service. Again, with that 18 PRA, a big win, again, for ASU, an 11-point victory over Texas Southern. But Jemaya Neal wasn't just the only Sun Devil to get it done. That brings us to Heat Index, guys. Three other Arizona State basketball players that were able to get it done. Starting this week's Heat Index, Kamari Lance. Kamari Lance actually had more points than Jemaya. He had 12, shot 4 of 11, from the field. So it wasn't a phenomenal night, but he did connect on two threes. He had two boards and assist, uh, and he also had two steals. Those two steals coming pretty early on in the basketball game. A nice defensive performance from Kamari. Kamari lands, I think, at this point, is the clear number two scoring option. Some nights, I think he might be that number one option, to be honest with you, because right now, it seems like he has that confidence that Jemiah is still working to really gather. But Kamari lands a big transfer that I think is really going to be able to elevate this ASU offense. When I talk about synergy, I think it does start with Kamari a little bit, right? Frankie Collins, obviously being the point guard for this team, a lot of people are going to be looking to him to facilitate. But in terms of creating a little bit of separation and spacing out opposing defenses, I think Kamari lands is probably the guy to do it because he can score from all three levels of the basketball court, and I think that's going to keep defenses honest moving forward. The next member of the Heat Index. Guys, he made it. Alonzo Gaffney coming out there with the fro, the number change, the tattoo sleeve, and a little bit of confidence. I know he only had four points. He had those in the first 10 minutes of the game, but I love to see the defensive effort that Alonzo Gaffney plays with. Four of ASU's 11 steals in three of ASU blocks were by Alonzo Gaffney. I know there are issues offensively with his game. I know there are a lot of people that watch Alonzo Gaffney play basketball on the offensive side of the court, and you're left scratching your head, begging and yelling at your TV for Bobby to take him out. But the reason that Bobby keeps Alonzo Gaffney in this game is for two reasons and two reasons only. First off, he's one of the three members of last year's team to still be here. Whether you like it or not, he's got a place in this locker room for ASU, and it's something really, really valuable. Similar to Kamani Lawrence, Mr. Sun Devil from years ago, right? Alonzo Gaffney doesn't have the scoring potential necessarily that Kamani Lawrence had, but from a leader perspective, he has got that. And then defensively is reason number two why you see Alonzo Gaffney on that hardwood so often for Arizona State again. Four steals, three blocks. He's not as big as Sean Phillips Jr., but he makes his presence known on the defensive side of the court. And Alonzo Gaffney, if he is able to put together any sort of offense for this team moving forward and not necessarily be a little bit of a liability on that side, then I think Alonzo Gaffney has the potential, again, the potential to be a really solid basketball player for this 
team. Now, the last member of the Heat Index is none other than point guard himself, Frankie Collins. 13 points for Frankie. Also stuffing the stat sheet with eight boards, six assists, and a steal. Those six assists and eight boards are realistically why he's on the Heat Index tonight. The 13 points leading ASU scores is kind of crazy. You know why? Because he not only led the team in scoring, he led the team in rebounding, and he led the team in assists. If that's not a leader, I don't know what is. Frankie Collins did exactly what was asked of him this evening. Again, there are going to people, there there are going to be people out there that say, "Hey, ASU, they only won by 11." Texas Southern, if you didn't know, been a tournament team for three straight years. They're trying to make history by doing it a fourth year. I know people see the Texas Southern and they're like, "Oh, you only won by 11? That's disgusting." Well, guess what? ASU got the dub over a uh, a team just removed from the NCAA tournament last season, and they did it with Frankie Collins leading the team in points, rebounds, assists. He is finally starting to find himself. He's finally starting to find his role. And the nice thing about it, if you're an ASU fan, is it only has taken him two games to get to that point. It took much further in conference play, in non-conference play last year, to actually see what Frankie Collins was capable of in terms of the three phases of his, his arsenal in reality. Frankie Collins, again, leading the team in points with 13, leading the team in boards in eight, leading the team in assists with six. Frankie Collins, when his number was called, did exactly what he needed to do. And the nice part is he did it on four of 11 shooting from the field and three of five from the charity stripe. The room to grow for this team should excite people, okay? There are a lot of people that, again, see that 11-point victory, and they are scratching their heads. They are, they've got the itch, right? They're like, ooh, I don't know about this team. How about the potential of this team? You see the missed opportunities. Yes, every team has that, okay? I understand that there are missed opportunities across the board. Every single player on this roster that played this afternoon can certainly improve their game. But the fact that they won by 11 versus a tournament team that is consistently in the NCAA tournament is a promising sign that this team has room to grow, okay? You don't want your team to peak at game two of non-conference play, okay? ASU basketball, they're going to be okay offensively. Yes, there are questions. Will they get there? Again, I said it in the first post-game show. That is entirely up to them. I can't answer that question. Does Kamari Lands, Jemaya Neal, Frankie Collins, do they do this consistently night in and night out? Guess we'll find out in the upcoming games because this is a long college basketball season and there's still a way to go. Guys, we're going to continue this conversation about Arizona State basketball, but first I want to tell you guys a little bit about BetMGM where you can make some money on college basketball or maybe ASU's college football game a little bit later tonight or even the NFL. Guys, because of course the NFL, we're about midway through the season. Pretenders, contenders, Super Bowl Champs, whoever you think is going to get it done, you guys can bet on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, and they still have a phenomenal offer for you guys if you haven't signed up, okay? It's super easy to take advantage of. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with that promo code PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 in your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at standard odds price, a qualifying bet. And once you've placed a qualifying bet, you guys are going to receive $200 $200 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. That's 20 times the money of your qualifying bet, guys. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. 
Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and you guys are going to receive that $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Tina in the chat. What's up with the shades? Well, I'll tell you what's up with the shades. You're watching a little ASU basketball. We got a day full of ASU sports. So I head over to the little PHNX fridge we got and I grab myself a nice little wink. Not anything that's going to make things too crazy, but just enough to take off the edge because that's exactly what wink does, guys. It's a seltzer, which is a wink of THC. It's got a beautiful balance of THC and CBD. I call it the golden ratio because there's an equal dose of CBD. CBD is like THC's laid-back friend who keeps the party from going off the rails. And if you know anything about this show, it tends to go off the rails from time to time. So anytime you're watching this or any ASU sporting event, maybe grab yourself a Wink. Guys, they're available in either 2.5 milligram or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to drinkwink.com and use that promo code PHNX for 20% off. Now, it's just me here, me and Danielle, so I'm going to ask the chat here. Watching that ASU basketball game, it's time for aftertaste. Guys, so, in the most suspect way I possibly can, what was rocketed into your throat this afternoon? For me, this one tasted a little bit like mouthwash, okay? Not the mouthwash. There, there are people out there that I've heard of that swallow mouthwash. You guys, crazy. You guys need to be, you belong in an insane asylum. But mouthwash in the way that you put it in your mouth, it burns. It's not great. You don't love it. You try and swish it around and tolerate it for 30 seconds to 45 seconds or whatever the Listerine bottle says. And you spit it out. It burns a little bit, just like this game. It wasn't pretty. I'll be honest. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen. But at the end of the day, it's kind of refreshing. You know why? Because a dub is a dub. Getting that first win of the college basketball season, get that monkey off your back, that is huge for Bobby Hurley's team moving forward. Okay? That's why I'm saying this aftertaste is mouthwash. Danielle, do you have anything? What was, what was uh, I guess, rocketed into your throat this I, afternoon? Oh, I dislike that <laughs> so much. Oh, see that I I saw I know. that I you I knew what was coming and it sounded even worse in person. Ah, it's tough. Um, well, you know, a win is a win. I I I. Okay. Okay. I feel like this tastes like Dayquil. Oh, it tastes like Dayquil. So like you know, you taste it. It's not great, but then like it usually makes you sneeze. Yeah. Right, and you feel better. And a win is a win. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel better. That's what it was. I like I liked the idea of cough syrup where it just tastes like shit. Watching that game kind of tasted like shit, to be honest I with actually you. don't hate the taste of Dayquil. Oh, I hate it. Dayquil, Nightquil, all the quills. Not a fan. But like you said, kind of like cough medicine. It gets the job done. It makes you feel better at the end of the day. So moving on from aftertaste, let's go ahead and get into the we got the first Bobby face of the season. Don't mind that Mississippi State L because we got a Bobby smirking face 
over Texas Southern and plenty of opportunities for ASU down the line. You got UMass Lowell next week. You got BYU at a certain point and then a handful more of non-conference games before Arizona State takes on conference play. And I'll be honest, we'll hold this Bobby board up here a little bit longer because when you get to conference play, if you're looking at some of those opponents, right? Utah, big wins. Colorado, big wins. UCLA is going to be a problem this season. SC, when they get Bronny back, is going to be an issue. And then, of course, the Arizona Wildcats, who there's people in the chat, they took down Duke the other night. So certainly Arizona State has a few games to get right before they end up having to take on some of those giants in the Pac-12. That's why it is so damn important for this offense to actually begin to find itself before they have to take on some of those teams. Mark in the chat, what's up with Adam Miller? Still waiting on that NCAA waiver, like I said a little bit earlier in the show. Hoping to have some news about Adam Miller here in the next week or so. Again, I'd say at this point, it's a 50-50 chance that he gets his waiver cleared. I think the fact that ASU hasn't heard anything yet is a good thing. If they would have already denied it and swatted it down, it would have already happened. So the fact that it's taking a little bit longer than people expected, I would say is a good sign. Will in the chat, this tasted like diet soda. It tastes, the taste is worse than the original stuff, but it's still soda. There it is. Taste was not, not what you wanted. It wasn't necessarily the big flashy 25, 30 point dub that you maybe expected to see. But at the end of the day, like we've been saying, a win is a win. Guys, again, the offense has a lot of room to grow. But again, I think the fact that this ASU team was able to beat a former tournament team in Texas Southern, who's been in the NCAA tournament for the last three years to get the job done, where there is still so much improvement offensively, and then in the second half defensively, I would say is something to be, uh, I don't want to say happy, but at the end of the day, you can you can rest easy knowing that this team was able to beat a tournament team while not necessarily being at full strength. And let's say Adam Miller does get that waiver cleared. Adam Miller to this offense is certainly going to help it. If you, Adam Miller, he's a starter. He's starting for Arizona State if he gets his waiver cleared. Hands down. Every single game, Adam Miller is starting. Okay? The former LSU guard. He is going to be a problem when it comes to non-conference play and conference play when he gets there. And he's another guy that can hopefully facilitate this offense in finding the open man. He could score at all three phases, and hopefully it is going to allow ASU to maybe go on a little bit of a non-conference run, something ASU fans are really accustomed to seeing. Side tripping with Kerry Malachi, the new DJ Horn in Hurley's Foghouse. What's the scoop? Malachi looked like he was out today. Uh, not necessarily a confirmation on the reason he was out, whether that be injury um, or any other reason. I don't want to speculate. Definitely go ahead and follow PHNX underscore Sun Devils uh, and myself on social media at Anthony underscore Totri. We're going to keep you guys updated the moment we have any news as it relates to both Adam Miller and Malachi Davis moving forward. Will in the chat, Adam Miller will be like adding jet fuel to a 12-cylinder. Look, Adam Miller in this offense, it's at this point, I'm like, okay, he's definitely going to be a starter when he gets there, especially if you've watched the way this team has played the first two games. It's been kind of sloppy on the offensive side. So I don't necessarily know where he fits. Does, is he playing more off ball at the two spot? 
Do you have Jemiah then consistently at the three? Because we saw a different starting lineup tonight, right? Tonight, we saw Alonzo Gaffney get the start at the four, Sean Phillips at the five, Kamari at the three, Jemiah at the two, and Frankie at the one. So where does Ace Wolf fit in there? Do you have Frankie at the one, Ace at the two, Jemiah at the three, Kamari at the four, and then Sean Phillips at the five with Gaffney coming off the bench with Jose Perez and the, the rest of the guys? Potentially. Or do you play the same starting five you had tonight and then maybe have Ace Wolf come off the bench He'll be your sixth man, and then we go from there, right? You're able to keep a consistent facilitator in the offense at all times, even when Frankie needs to get a little bit of a break. So if that waiver is cleared, it is certainly going to be a little bit of a head-scratcher the first couple games to see how he figures in the rotation. But let's be real. The entire rotation right now is kind of up in the air. Zane Meeks, who's been one of the more consistent shooters for this team through the first two games, he's only played, what, 15 total minutes this season? That's a head-scratcher. Bryson Long, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't play tonight, which Bryson Long, he sunk a three in the handful of minutes that he played against Mississippi State, okay? Jose Perez, he played a full 29 minutes and only had five points, one of seven from the field. Braylon Green got six minutes he played pretty early Akil Watson he also got some minutes tonight had his first bucket as an Arizona State Sun Devil so the rotation is still being kind of figured out okay but right now there are definitely some concerns when it comes to this offense not only from the starters but from the bench as well they're gonna need to find a guy who can consistently provide for this offense off the bench whether that be Malachi Davis when he gets back whether that be Ace Wolf, if he ends up coming off the bench, it is still a TBD. But again, a win is a win. We are going to get to our final segment here in just a little bit. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Shady Rays. I know Tina was asking a little bit earlier as to why I was rocking these shades. And yes, Wink is certainly one reason. But let's be real, guys. Shady Rays, they are a one-stop shop for sexy okay shady rays man they are they they are the sunglasses of the future and you guys can shop the entire collection at their brand new location kirlin commons a full stop shop for all things shady rays i want to see bobby hurley rock some shady rays on the sidelines one time or on the the hardwood i think it would certainly be uh one of the greatest things in college basketball if bobby hurley decided he was going to be rocking shades for an entire basketball game. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, guys, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Danielle, do you have a pair of Shady Rays? I don't. Oh my goodness, you need to get some. I do, I really do. Everybody in this office, so it was before Danielle got here, they delivered literally Shady Rays to everybody in the office. And my goodness, when I tell you that this was an office in broad daylight, everybody was wearing their sunglasses in this office. And it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. But I respect it. I respect it. You couldn't tell if people were just rocking the Shady Rays for the Shady Rays or... If they maybe snuck into Mac's office and took some OGs and they wanted to hide their eyes a little bit because, guys, OGs, they'll do that to you. They'll knock you on your ass in a good way, okay? It's one of those, like, football hits 
where it's just like, whoa, I feel that now, right? Or you walk out, you walk outside your house when the weather starts to change for the very first time and you get the chills a little bit. You're like, oh, okay, this is different. OGs has that same effect times 10. Not to mention with the football season going on, the holidays around the corner, things are getting hectic. But thankfully, our buds at OGs Brands are back at it with exclusive deals for PHNX listeners, and they made it super easy for you guys to score these savings. Get 25% off any OGs product at your neighborhood Zen Leaf location from now until November 30th. So still a ways away to take advantage of this offer, guys, when you place an online order and use our code. Just head to www.zenleafdispensaries.com. Find your closest location. Order your favorite OG's gummies for pickup and enter discount code PHNX at checkout. This deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And a reminder, it's only available for online and pickup orders. Discount code PHNX is active until November 30th. Side tripping with Kerry. Once Phillips puts it together, he's going to be hard to stop. Absolutely. On the defensive side, he had a block today. He sent that ball to the student section, and then he had a dunk on the other side where he was rocking the rim. That dude is strong. He is athletic. And like you said, side tripping, when he is able to find a little bit more rhythm or find his role in the offense, I think he is certainly going to be a problem when it comes to some of these other bigs that ASU is going to face when it comes to non-conference play and even when they get to Pac-12 play. But, Danielle, do you know what time it is? Just curious. Closing time? It's it's. It's closing time, guys. It is closing time. And let's go ahead and get to our takeaways before we get out of here. Let's talk a little bit about that free throw shooting because the free throw shooting, like I said early on, needs to be improved. Arizona State needs to find a way to go better than 15 of 28 from the charity stripe. Otherwise, there is going to be problems moving forward. The next takeaway, next part of closing time, the defense is steady. Yes, the offense can be ugly from time to time, but it's okay. ASU is going to hang their hat on that defense again, forcing 16 turnovers in the first half against Texas Southern. That is something to be proud of, and if you're an ASU fan, you watch the ASU basketball game, defense is consistent. You watch the ASU football game, defense is consistent. And finally, guys, a win is a win. It doesn't got to be pretty. Sometimes we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tonight, it doesn't matter because we're celebrating with a win on our way out of Mill. Guys, that is going to do it for this Meet Us on Mill PHNX postgame show. Again, Arizona State taking down Texas Southern 63-52. to One final thing before we get out of here, guys. The ASU football season, a couple games till it's all over, right? They got UCLA tonight, then they got Oregon, and then they have the Arizona Wildcats, okay? Right now, Arizona, they're setting themselves up to be a meme here in Tempe because they just got their seventh win of the season, and that's all fine and well. Jed Fish, congratulations. It don't even matter because... When ASU and U of A get to that Territorial Cup, all bets are off. And there is still time for you guys to come be a part of the fun. We got a PHNX Sun Devils, PHNX Wildcats takeover event. There is still time to get tickets. I believe as of this morning, there was only 16 tickets left. So definitely head over to gophnx.com. Find a way to go ahead and get your takeover tickets. It's going to be the best one in the city, guys. Saturday, November 25th, it is going to be an absolute blast. Before I get out of here, JJ, I'm going to say it just for you, baby. 
Zane motherfucking Meeks is cold-blooded, baby. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Danielle at Abracadanielle. We will be back with a PHNX Sun Devils postgame show for ASU football and UCLA a little bit later in the day. But enjoy the rest of your afternoon, guys. Two things. Go Devils and peace.